everyone to Raw Underground, where there are very little rules, lots of excitement, carnage, chaos, and quite frankly, lots of things that I personally would like to see. Mm. And one thing I want to see... Nice. I'm in my shitty pants, I'm in my shitty pants, I'm yes. in my shitty pants, I'm in my shitty pants. It is me, I took, I took six months off and didn't upgrade my pants. Yeah, hear the battle What up, everybody? Welcome to Comedians with the Mic. I got my shitty pants. Alright, actually, you know what? Eh, forget about this guy. Oh, shit. I thought it was a something something Cody Rhodes. Changed it, everybody. It's just a real Cody song. What up, everybody? <laughs> what up? Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast. We are coming at you, everybody, on uh, Friday. This will be coming out Friday. Um, we're figuring out what day in the ch- ever the changing landscape here. We were just talking about before we came on the air. What day uh, 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 we're going to record? Our schedules are kooky, and we're trying to watch Raw and Dynamite. And record, and that's why and you'll see on this episode. And rampage, we're very informed for this episode. So just put up with us, but, but you know, bear with us. Also, it's like, whatever you see it, it pops up in your feed when it pops up in your feed. We're here, we're watching wrestling. Uh, I'm here with the uh, at tiptoe with Tulo, Nick Tulo. How are you? Oh man, well, frankly, you know, honestly, Dan, <laughs> there's some. Im- Im- Important things I want to talk about, and some not so important things I want to talk about. And I think I'm going to start off <laughs> well, with can the we not just so say one thing not quick? so important things. I, can we just say? Can we just put yeah. in the grand scheme of things, in the grand scope of things, nothing we talk about here is important. <laughs> no matter how much you guys yell at me, <laughs> yeah, on the Discord, nothing we talk about here is important. Or <laughs> and that's kind of the the beauty, isn't it, folks? <laughs> But Tulo, start with the thing that in the in the umbrella of unimportant is more not so important. Unimportant. As as CM Punk put it, the not so important things. And I'm I'm not gonna sit here and bash. Oh, on I forgot and, about that. That's how Punk yeah, opened the promo. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. That's what you were getting. I'm such an idiot. I literally just yeah. rewatched it too, and I hey, took notes, and, and I still didn't see, notice it. That's how good I'm at this shit. Is that I can take, I can hear that, I can. You're a promo of a guy that I really fucking hate right now and take his line and do it and do it better to the point where you didn't even realize it. You you thought I just opened up the show in an incredible way. And I did. So do you want to hear the not so important things? Um, I I ordered I ordered Chick-fil-A and I ate an insane amount and then washed it all down with an or uh, cookies and cream shake. And I am. Not feeling well. <laughs> Wait, you just ate how much Chick Fil A? So I had a, I had a Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. I had like five 
grilled nuggets. Danny had the other three. Oh, good for you. <laughs> uh, a brownie. Uh, it was fucking disgusting. And that cookies and cream shake, it was just out of control. Just disgusting. I love that for you. That's so disgusting. But I, I also just got I've... back. I was I was in Nashville for five days for work. I took a late flight back. You know, I needed to just destroy my body with chicken. You're... Oh, you. Why did you go to Nashville? Work. What were you doing for... in Nashville? Work. Damn it. <laughs> trying to hit a fucking sound drop that's why i was trying to stall and i didn't fucking find it all right let's go back a second okay say you were in nashville yes so i was in nashville for work and (laughs) fuck man you got me i couldn't find it oh man that was exactly the timing i wanted (laughs) all right yeah um and yeah so i'm exhausted but uh it was awesome Really we love successful that week, no, and uh, so that's why we never found time to record. But I'm all caught up. Like I've watched it all, and we're actually three minutes away from SmackDown starting. I'm having a little anxiety about not watching SmackDown Live. I see clearly everything. All right, let's talk about the important things. A better place. Wow. The important Bro, things. Let's talk CM Punk about is a CM Punk. certified fucking asshole. Okay? He's a certified G right? and a bona fide stud. I came on this podcast. Listen, let me tell you something. Okay. Let me Did you clean it up. Let me come back. Let me take uh, two steps. Let me take two steps back here. Let me yeah. put a, a warning and a disclaimer on this. Okay. I'm the fucking supermark. Okay. I have spent six fucking years. I've been here for six years. Okay. Yeah. Marking out over yeah. the top lead for things like Dominic Mysterio and Dana being Whoa. badass. Wait, wait, and wait, everybody wait, wait, always wait. coming at me. Shut the fuck up. Everybody Bro, always you coming at over me. the top lead. Sure. Whatever. Over the <laughs> I've been marking out over the top lead. All right. Sorry. Yeah. That's fucking great. That's how much I'm marking out. Okay. Yeah, they right. call me the fucking supermark. You tiptoe with me because six. Right. Um, you, you, you tiptoe with me because I'm so goddamn good at this shit, okay? And I love you all. I genuinely do. But you have to understand, CM Punk is an asshole. And I've been fucking saying that for a very long time, okay? And I and I, and I I just, you know, like, there's this guy that lives in my apartment complex, right? And he's an interesting cat. He's like a skinny dude. He's got like a rat tail, ponytail, glasses. Yeah. He always just walks up and involves himself. And he just creeps around. And I'm making a point here, okay? And Danny loves every person in the whole entire world. But this dude, Danny violently barks at, okay? So, you know when the dog has an intuition about someone, you're like, "Ah, okay, they they must be a bad person because Danny doesn't like him. That's how I feel about CM Punk, okay? I... He, I, this guy just rubs me the wrong way. He, he fucking feels like he could do whatever he wants. He, he's a heel. He's a face. He comes out. He's, he's all emotional because he was trying to be big tough guy, but the, the love from the crowd, you know, this guy's a scumbag. And now, shoot, it's coming out that he actually might be a scumbag. So, did I think he cut a good promo? Yeah. Yeah. Would he just be better if he was a full blown heel? Yeah. Uh, but he's not. And that's the hole in his game. And that's the hole in his whole entire fucking thing. Okay. Would he be better if this was his theme music? Yeah. 
Uh, Tula, sorry. So, so, so I, I there's my case of point. Okay, so I've been right about this guy. Now it comes out, and and it's this Tula, is exactly I, the problem I, that AEW is having right now. Is that guys like this who said they were coming along to make this place better are now causing problems. And this is a this is a pivotal moment for AEW right here. Is that they need to get this under control if it's actually really what's going on. And truly, I believe from everything that's been happening. I think it is because if if sh- if this is shoot too low and he goes heel shoot like this and let me just finish I'm I, I'm very can, emotional about this I know you're emotional about this but no one knows what you're talking about What do you mean We didn't set this this we didn't set the groundwork for what you're talking about So you're telling me to take a breath I, Let me let me just let me just frame this for you here because I I, I like that you're emotional I like that I I think it was a hot start here. And uh, two things I'll say. I'll comment on two things. I needed to do that. Thank you. I just think. Uh, no, I know. You were trying to get that. Like a lunatic. Two, two things I'll say. Two things I'll say to you, Tula. First thing is, I like you talking about your instinct about a guy and the dog thing. Because I have the same thing with CM Punk. I have the same thing. Where, mm-hmm. like, I, and I've said it a million times. I, I love, I'm CM Punk, one of my guys. Um, I, I think he's extremely talented. He's a great an extremely important wrestler in the history of professional wrestling his mark on the 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 uh, evolution of the sport um is undeniable okay right but he does feel like a guy where i'm like i don't think i could i don't think i would be friends with this guy like just yeah. in a vacuum like you know uh, a lot of things about his taste in things um and just his general vibe is i'm like this feels like the kind of guy i meet and i go i, I don't like that guy so I, I I get I agree with you. Now he does live in my neighborhood. I've been told, um, <laughs> and so I might meet him and take that back. You know what I mean? Um, who knows? But I agree. Now, the other thing you're pointing out is that you don't like that. Oh, he does whatever he wants. But like you're talking about, I you didn't say this directly, but this is a really interesting thing, and I think a lot of this episode will be dedicated to CM Punk because. While he did cut, uh, there, there's, there was mastery in what he did on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Even just from the macro standpoint of, of, like that's just a random dynamite, and he's cutting a promo at the beginning of this dynamite, and dynamites have been like lulling for a long time, and he cut was- that promo, and I was like, wow, this feels big and important, right? Yeah. So I'm like, from that standpoint, he does find a way to be like, dare I say, mage, right? Um, and so, that, and th- and that part of it, he's like e- e- creating moments in that sense, and and uh, is something that CM Punk does great. I actually think when Box came out and said, just oh, you're just dropping pipe bombs. That what you do? That's what you do. I love that. It was, that was really good. It was, it was almost diminishing the fact that I was like, oh, actually, like, uh, what? It is true, but he's not just playing the hits. Like it was kind of a. What he was doing was well, new. Here, it was new. Here's the here's, well, here's the my, unique... my, I want to point out what okay. you're saying because you say like, oh, is he healed? Because it's face. unique. You said, oh, hey, I came out. You, I just want to speak to one point you're saying. You came. Yeah. You said he came out and then he said, oh, I was going to come out here and put on my tough guy face, but then I smiled, right? Yeah. He's a little. That, yeah. He's a little all over the place in a way that is only beneficial to CM Punk. Okay. There you go, and, and that's it. It sells out the other wrestler in the segment. And uh-huh. that's everything he did in this segment 
was going yeah. into business for yourself at the expense of everything. Yeah. And what I mean by everything is the show, mm-hmm. right? Like the, some things, right? It's like breaking the reality. Like in, 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 in improv, we call these things, you know, like, like going for the joke, right? I did it recently. Like I was like, oh, man, that joke would be funny to say. I did it in a show. Um, and I was like, shit, immediately you regret it because you go – well, this killed the reality of the scene. I was like, oh, hey, guys, I switched jobs, right? I said, oh, I was working at Nordstrom. And then I go, now I'm working at Nordstrom Rack, okay? Now, that's funny, right? <laughs> Do we agree that that's funny, right? But if it's a scenic <laughs> – it's funnier than I thought, I guess. Right? It's like, All right, guys, I switched up now. <laughs> I didn't expect this to make me – you laughed at it, and then I was like, it's actually very funny. All right, so this makes this example even better because you think it's funny, right? Oh, man. So, like, because it's funny, but it does feel like a joke, right? And in that scene, I was the straight man. So I was trying to move the scene forward by just being like, hey, guys, I switched jobs. And then the uh, uh, my other friend in the scene, Paul Welsh, was the unusual character, and his thing was that he's, like, from a small town and hasn't heard of big things, right? Like like he hasn't heard of a lot of things, so he. The point is that I'm my go, my job there is to set him up. So when I make a joke about my job, it takes away it, it puts focus on me. Where I'm supposed mm. to just keep the reality grounded. Mm-hmm. CM Punk is just everything he says is I'm switching from Nordstrom to Nordstrom Rack. Like yeah. he goes, you know, like everything he says. So like he he comes out and he's like, oh, I'm supposed to be a good guy, but actually I'm supposed to come out like kind of bad, but I decided to be good. And then you're like, all right, well, so when Moxley comes out, and you could see Moxley comes out and he's like ready to rock, right? Yeah. CM Punk's just throwing off the whole act. Yeah, he's doing you know? snow angels in the ring. Yeah, he's like over he's Moxley, not making Moxley singing like, the song. Yeah. He's doing what you always criticize Kevin Owens for. Yes, he's Kevin doing Owens is the thing. other guy who does this sometimes. He does yeah. this sometimes. Sometimes he can't help himself. He hears a joke, he says it, and then you're like that. So, for example, if uh-huh. Undertaker comes out and you go like, like, and you go like, you call out that he's wearing eyeliner, like, oh, you look like an emo kid from Hot Topic, right? Yeah. Then you're not selling the fact that he's like an undead, scary man, right? Mm-hmm. You can do this sometimes. This is like all CM Punk was doing for Moxley. Now he said a bunch of good shit that I'm, that we will get into. That was great, but then he was just killing it with the rest of the stuff, you know? Yeah, and 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 I mean the the stuff with Hangman is like wild. Like if that's if that is if he's going off cuff there, and and his goal is to make Hangman look like shit, like uh, dude, like why? Okay, I mean it makes no sense. Like you know he's not going to come out there, right? And then you call it coward shit, and you know like it's just it's just. Okay. It's just it's just oh, a so mess, say, man. It's, it's it and it really take, bothers me. Let's take it piece by piece. Let's take it piece yeah. by piece. Let's, do Let's it. talk about this cowboy thing. Okay. So the reports are is that CM Punk has actual beef with Cowboy, right? Which is he like said insane. I will never lose to Hangman, right? He said I would never let and if you look at it, he Punk Punk beat him in the first match, right? Yeah. And um and uh, uh, he has a problem with something with Hangman, right? I, I don't know. Like, should we look it up? Like, should go in the sheets to look at this. I think specifics? it had something. I mean, when there was a promo that they cut, and I watched the promo, and I, I don't think it was had any like, whatever, whatever Hangman said wasn't right. like he was. It was just further proving our point. 
Like he just said all the things we kind of said. Like he's he's here for CM Punk. Oh, and, CM Punk. And he was Hangman. mad at Hangman for that promo in the ring when he kind of said, "Oh, you're like you're you're the death of AEW kind of thing, right?" Yeah, and he's like, "I'm here to defend AEW from you." And I mean, storyline. Now let's let's right. We're talking about this piece of storyline. This is all beautiful, you know. Like it, it's actually. Pretty, well, pretty fucking great. Too low. But, that's my point about this hangman punk thing. I think this is really good. Like, I, I, I think there's only this is here really we out now, right? Say punk wins and he cheats to win to beat Moxley or something, right? And then we get hangman punk at all out and hangman beats punk. I mean, wow, wow. Like, now we're, yeah. now we're cooking. It's you know? too much. The, by the way, the term is ironic detachment. I forgot. I've said it a million times on this podcast, mm. but the term is the the, term. CM Punk is full of ironic detachment. Like when you do the Snow Angels thing, right? You're taking away from the fact that there's actual danger between the two of you fighting. Sometimes you can do it and it's okay and it works. And to be honest, I don't hate it from CM Punk because he CM Punk was like the guy to be doing that. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? It like. He, if anybody's gonna do it, it should be CM Punk. But the watch this segment again. Like literally, go watch it. This segment falls apart at the end because you don't believe that like these guys are going gonna go like toe to toe. So then they like don't really know what to do. Like Moxley, CM Punk's the thing that he did that I hated. I know now I'm all over the place. The thing that he did oh, in that segment, I have notes. Follow. The thing that he did that I hated. Was he was interrupting Moxley's yes. promo? It's yep. like let him promo. Like your interrupts are killing the segment for both of you. They're not making you look better. Also, but at the same time, I thought Moxley handled it really well. Like he didn't fucking bite back at him. He just fucking was like, "Shut the fuck up," and he kept going. You know, like okay. He, 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 but he should he shouldn't interrupt him because Moxley was yeah. on a flow, and they should yeah. both. The goal is both of them to look good. The uh -huh. Rock and well, Stone Cold, when they're going at each other, are not trying to be better than the other one. They're both trying to bow. It's ballet, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? They're like they're 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 dancing together. So they're, this this beef thing of the whole thing is actually it's it's good and bad right and if it's yeah. bad if it's taking away from producing the segment but i'm gonna take a step back and say like fuck i have so many thoughts i was watching this segment and being like man i understand where vince was coming from wanting this shit scripted isn't yep. that crazy because i'm mm -hmm. like this thing as a tv segment is a fucking mess and it would only work if these guys were actually gonna fight each other and not have a wrestling match and that is what aw is okay AW is a show that is 10 out of 10, an incredible live experience. If you are right. in the crowd and you are there, you are part of the you are part of the show. It is exhilarating. I can say this because I've been there. I've seen I, I can't even tell you how many AEW shows I've been to now. I've traveled around to see them. They put on the bet like one of the best live for like shows around easily. But as a TV show, it's a fucking mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Oh it's a God. fucking mess. Yeah. Okay? If I was Moxley, and I would have been so fucking mad. I'd be like, yo, I'm not doing segments with this guy. I'm not even wrestling this guy if he doesn't give me my mic time. Here, I'll give him his a, mic time. He should give me my mic time. Here is a perfect example. Austin Theory, Dolph Ziggler backstage segment. Yeah. 
a work of fucking art. Fury is ripping into Dolph, the veteran, the guy yeah. who's been around for a long time, and Dolph is just eating it all. He eats all the shit, okay? Yeah. <laughs> and it was perfect. And what did it do? It led right into a match. The headbutt. Okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It led to the I headbutt, mean, which was sick. Sick. Right? I, I, I was watching that with Christina because literally if Dolph comes on, we're like, oh, it's Dolph, you know? And then, right? uh, But yeah. here's the beauty. You see how it's a TV show? The fucking... They go hit into the camera and it cuts out, leaving you wanting more to when, oh, what's going to happen? Then they come back and they announce that that match is going to be the main event. And you're like, oh, this is fucking dope. WWE is 10 out of 10 nailing the TV show element. And AEW is not. And that's the biggest difference. I, I sent you the card tonight for Rampage. I wrote, this is a skippable, skippable uh, Rampage tonight. Like, there, it is not giving me anything to really be excited for. Cool, Penelope Ford's back, but you know she's going to take the L to Athena because right. Athena is going to be wrestling Jade, I think. And then the tag match, awesome. Private Party's back, but we've seen them already. Why is FTR not wrestling? Why, why are they not on my TV? You know, like, and you just, it's just like, I would like to be there. I think that would be a great show to attend, but like on TV, it's not. What I'm looking forward to is the five to five way to, uh, to crown the number one contender for to face Gunther at at uh, Clash of the Castle, like and it's sick and like I'm already looking forward to the show. They got you know like they, that's the biggest difference and it makes this is why it's further proven the point that like the CM Punk stuff is just weird because it's doesn't it's just taken away from what the show is supposed to be you know. It's just I don't know. It's it's I, I love AEW. I still do. I, I but I just right now it's funny. It's like it the 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 it's the landscape has completely swapped the other way now. I and mean, like, let's I'm, talk about the reality of AEW. AEW is a show where WWE talent shines. Like that's how I feel about AEW. Like and 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 then, and then AEW guys, the indie guys, stay the same. They jungle don't develop, boy, they jungle don't boy, Christian Cage. Look at they, the huge, look, there's a huge difference there. It, it is night and day. Yeah, because of Christian, Christian Cage. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like night and day segments there. It's, like, it, it's, it, it, and these younger guys are not growing. I don't know what else to tell you. They're not, they're, the talent, they're, they're, this Daniel Garcia guy, they think I'm going to get into this guy. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. He's a good wrestler. He could put, give him a four segment match with Daniel Bryan. It's great. Thank God Daniel Bryan's in it. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And, well, that's the thing is that they're not giving. Uh, he literally calls himself the Dragon Slayer. It's like it was the lamest thing I ever saw. <laughs> Am I wrong or no? But, but it's that's a perfect example is they're like not going to give him the the they don't have a plan for Daniel Garcia. You know, like they didn't didn't have a plan for Lee Moriarty and they don't have well, a plan, for, have a so plan many... for himself. Like this is wrestling. You got to get on the fucking microphone. See, you know, yeah, all right. All right. Well, he does. I mean, he cuts promos. They're fine. He's. I'm just saying. You know, whatever. All right. Can we? I'm not done with this punk segment. I have. Okay, notes. go. Let's go. Go back. So let's go through notes. every piece by piece thing. I, I can read you all my tweets that I fired off too. You can. You can chime in with those. But let me. Let me just take the no. rain, the Roman Reigns here. Right. Uh, let me take the Roman Reigns on the on dealing with this. Okay. So. God, I love Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman Reigns makes all these guys look like not wrestlers okay so they look these guys are janitors compared to roman reigns okay mm -hmm. 
and we'll obviously get to Kenny, but I mean, I don't know what to say there. Okay, uh, let's, talk, let's talk. all right. Punk cowboy thing. Okay, I actually thought this was cool. Okay, I get like th- this is not an example of what I'm talking about because it's like this is an example of something that's like kind of cool, right? Because it's like work shoot, right? So I I like I know we just talked about this, but I'm saying. I understand the problems with it, right? But, like, when people say, oh, Hangman Page can't come out to defend himself or whatever, that that doesn't matter. It's not like Hangman Page, like, looked bad in this. It made Hangman Page have beef with, shoot beef with the, one of the biggest names in pro wrestling. So it's super beneficial to Hangman for me. Um, and also, this is the kind of shit that I think is kind of cool. It's like looser Mike. Where it's like, all right, Punk wants to take a little detour, say something that's actually pissing him off. That, I don't really care about. I think it was also kind of interesting, and it makes it like, now he's got multiple feuds going on. Let's see where it goes. I kind of dig that, truthfully. I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, And I like that he's just like saying, what did he say about championship? He was saying like, you know, uh, uh, people want to run their mouth until it's time to do championship. Right? Oh, yeah, champ champ shit, I think, yeah. You know what I mean? I thought that was kind of dope. Uh, I'm sure, that, like, whatever. So, anyway, ultimately, I thought the page thing, that, that was kind of cool. It, arguably, is it a distraction and, like, maybe a waste of TV time? Mm, I don't know. Whatever. That, that's for Tony to discuss. But I, if, if I had only one thought, it would just be, like, it feels like Tony Khan has no control of his product, you know? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's the only part of it that I would, like, bring up. Okay. Punk, then he brought up these points. Let's go through a couple of them that I wrote. So he said he was ripping on Mox, saying he's like the third best guy in his group. That's a pretty funny dig, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. and that, that, is a, that is a pretty funny dig. It made me realize how much I don't like the Black Bull Combat Club as a thing, you know? Interesting, like, right? Like, you know, because it's like the sh- AEW doesn't have the finesse to handle stables. Like, that's really what I'm under- trying to figure out. Like, it, with Jericho at the helm, yes, right. Yeah. Like when you have a guy like Jericho at the helm, who really can be like a a, a true uh, a, 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 a boss, right? And like mm-hmm. he makes everybody look good, and he makes it all the glue, and he, he makes it fun. Like a wrestling stable is supposed to be like fun. So the Blackpool Combat Club is like just Moxley, who's clearly not a guy in a stable, you know. Mm-hmm who's already had his biggest stable and he just wears a piece of merch, but he enters the same it, to me. It's like, and I know it's all cause like the t- he wasn't supposed to have the title. They're maybe going to go into a tag thing with Daniel Bryan and then, you know, got kind of got a little derailed and that's, what's tough about pro wrestling. I get it. But like, I don't know, whatever. But then punk made this point that really made no sense where he was like, and this is when I started being like, what's going on with this guy. He's like, I- I'm the only one who's broke bones, but then it's like my own bone. Yeah, that doesn't make you look cool, right? Like being like you, you right? He's like, oh, because I broke my foot, you know? Yeah, I I didn't understand that point. I think he was like, and then he, after he's like, st- no, stop me when I'm I'm gonna because I guess he's trying to say you got you don't like hurt anybody. You're not like tough kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, I was like, wait, but so you're so because Moxley didn't get injured, you're giving him shit, or do or didn't injure anyone? Yeah. But he was ripping into him, and then 
I maybe like, Moxley I got think injured. Foot by storytelling is pretty cool because the match is going to be like about his punk's foot hurt still, right? Yeah. So they're planting the seeds to tell a pretty cool match. Well, you know? and also a very important note that we we have skipped over was this match was supposed to be at All Out, and now it's on Dynamite. So, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I know, where you what told is, me that I, I couldn't even follow that. They said it was all. <laughs> And then they had him come back out and fight some more like halfway through the show. So is it like, you know, all right. You know, now we're really blurring the lines of what parts are the work, what parts of the shoot, you know, like, is that like a thing? Because they're speeding it up because we can't, they won't make, they can't wait till all out because they're just too chaotic because they're just going to fight the whole time till it fucking great. Let them fight. I don't care. Yeah. But anyway, the thing with this promo that I thought was cool was the whole, like, second best, third best thing, right? I think Punk had a pretty cool through line through it. I thought it was pretty good. So then, like, you know, his sneakers look bad. Um, all right. Mox has the his sneakers look bad. But whatever. Cut him some slack. They're uh, orthopedic yeah. shoes because he broke yeah. his foot. Yeah. Okay, so hey, look. Moxley's rebuttal here, he comes out, and his whole thing is like, yo, bro, you're, you're on the mic. And it's like, he's trying to take away his mic. It's like, you're doing pipe bombs. That's what you do great. But, like, this is real mm-hmm. fighting. Now, like, we got to take a step back. Like, this is not real fighting. You know? Yeah. So this is my problem with what Punk with Moxley does, which is like, yo, but this is the real world. Like, this is so far from the real world. Literally, Jericho calls himself a wizard. Okay? And by the way, I forgot to give Punk credit for the line that – it's the second best King stand I've been in the ring with. Oh, man. That was fucking great, you know? And the third best Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third best Eddie. It was so fucking... That was... I love that, okay? Wait, so it's I, Eddie Eddie Guerrero and who else? Uh, Who's the other Eddie? Hmm. That's funny because I was thinking... I was thinking he meant... Uh, it's Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Kingston, Eddie... Eddie Vedder. He wrestled Eddie Vedder for Pearl Jam. Uh, he wrestles. <laughs> Who's Eddie the other Eddie? Don't know. I'm gonna try and find this. I don't know any other Eddie wrestlers. Yeah, all right. So not. keep going. Keep going. But then, like, so Mox is telling the story about being like, well, I'm the heart and soul of this company, and he's on a roll, and you could see he has stuff, and then Punk just starts going like, he just starts interrupting with stupid shit, you know. That wasn't funny or good, and it threw Moxley off. And that was my whole point, is that they made the segment so sloppy, and then, like, Mox didn't have a role where, like, I say my shit, they get in each other's face, and they're both affected. And then, you know, then they get to this place where it's like, why aren't you hitting each other? And then Punk's like, oh, I, I don't want you to get blood on me. And you're like, what? Like, you know? Yeah, and like, then- I'm afraid if I touch you, you'll bleed. Like, you'll just open up, and that's just like a dig at him always. Right, right, right. He's like, cause, cause, Eddie cause Edwards. He's Eddie good. Edwards. Eddie Edwards. Okay, Eddie Edwards. Good. But then the fake security comes out, and they're like so slow. They're not holding anybody back. It was like, you watch these WB segments like with, with the security. They're so much better. Like they have the line, the ring. They produce these segments. You know, it's like this was just, it just, it was, it was segment. It started out so strong and then ended up like, it ended you, up pretty uh, sloppy. So did you know. see we, we how that one guy? Did you did you see that one security guard that looked like Austin Theory and people were like, <laughs> Triple H has Austin Theory on the oh, cover. A Town Down. Yo, the A Town Down. I mean, can we just quick question? A Town Down. So A Town Down 
if I'm if I'm correct. This is from the song the Yeah by Usher, right? Is it like Lil uh, John no, saying like Atlanta? No, like it's for no. Atlanta, no? Yeah, and he's from Atlanta. Oh, but his name's Austin. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> I just assume he's from Austin because Stone calls Austin. You know, that's dude. Okay, bro. That's something I would say. All right. A town down, but A town down thing I think is a little cheese, even for Austin Theory. You know, but Austin Theory is held together by this goatee. Like, I mean, uh, if you watch, like, when he's taking these selfies, that is the most punchable face because of oh, the fucking goatee. You know, you want to punch me in the face. You yeah. want to punch me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. go ahead, fucking punch me in the face. <laughs> Austin Theory is like you know doing fucking great work. I the mean, thing about Austin Theory is his gear. I don't love his color schemes he chooses, but I'm he's like his like booty shorts look is kind of growing on me. You know, yeah, he like looks the, incredible. Yeah, I he, mean the guy looks like I mean he's. A I mean he's Jack. He looks like a, I mean he looks like that a heavyweight wrestler. You know that fucking segment with Dolph backstage, man. I know I mentioned it already before, but that thing was so sick, dude. Raw has got me on the fucking edge of my seat, dude. It is so much edge and Christian, fucking, edge and Christian of my seat. It is so much fucking fun. The women's division is crazy over. And you know what? I didn't even say this and because I don't want to keep being so negative about it, you know, on AEW. <laughs> By the way, I love them. Looks like Ronda just got arrested uh, on SmackDown. SmackDown just started. As Come on. Don't, don't spoil. <laughs> Asshole. Yeah. Sorry. Live spoilers. I don't think that's ever happened on the podcast. Well, that's crazy. It looks like Ronda's getting arrested and then Roman shows up. Bro, let me tell that's you something. That's not a spoiler. Tony Khan needs to get it together with the women's division because it is a straight fucking embarrassment. They went an hour and a half without even mentioning a single woman Too on low. that we, show. We don't like, have we we listen, we know that. We don't have time. We have to talk about the so Well that here's the Omega my point. Take an hour. Uh, okay? Oh fuck Omega. Oh my god. We can't, I'm sorry to interrupt. I thought we were I thought we were going to the raw side of things. That's why I just started talking about raw cuz it was so good. All right, fine. You can go to Raw, but I just I, aren't you chomping we'll talk to talk about, about Omega? Aren't you also chomping at the bit to talk about Omega? Listen, you know what we're gonna say. I mean, right. you know, like you know, let's let's at least break up those fucking CM like, Punk fest. At, all right, fine. Let's go back to Raw, and then we'll end on Omega. Okay, uh, man. I mean, we are hey. in the Triple H era. Shawn Michaels, congratulations, VP of Talent Relations. Yo, isn't like, it kind of funny when like Shawn Michaels gets a job at WWE and you're like. Yeah, I mean, he's Shawn Michaels. Everyone's like, congrats yeah. to Shawn Michaels. We're like, this is like saying, like, C congrats to, like, Barack Obama for being hey, a barista. You know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Asshole, like, dude. It's because for so long, these guys were supposed know, to be in these positions, and now they're finally doing because no, Vince know, is out of the way. I know why. But I know. It, it's, it's I like, know. But what I'm saying Shawn is, it's like, fucking Michaels. You know? I know. Well, that's what I'm saying is because for so long we've had Vince, so it's like it's uh, like it's so obvious all the time when this stuff is starting to happen now that oh okay yeah I mean this should have been like this ten years ago yeah it's a congrats <laughs> to Shawn Michaels he finally is working catering yeah. Yeah. at yeah. Raw <laughs> like I mean by the way Mox dig on CM Punk his actual wrestling I thought was kind of cool where he's just like you're you're like the worst that wrestler I mean he honestly is not good right now like he botched. Yeah. Botch fest all over that hangman match. He had no business saying that. Siapong he should be hangman. the king of botching. He's not very good at wrestling. <laughs> but 
but yeah, Raw Raw was uh, just a spectacular show. I mean, uh, this just the whole overall product of Raw is just great. There's there's so much good shit going on. Rest in peace, NXT UK. Now going to Triple H, finally rolling back out the blueprints to his NXT Europe thing. And this is going to be all over. There's Japan's going to be involved. Freaking South America, we Europe. Love like we love Japan, folks. Uh, this is this is a, another huge moment. Worlds collide. It seems like everything is going in the right direction for WWE. It maybe has gone from airing with a side of caution to it's like minimal now. Like we are full steam ahead in the Triple H era, and things keep getting better each fucking day. I feel like. Seems to be good. We got uh, talk about just Raw from a macro standpoint. We had uh, A Town versus Dolph Ziggler. We had uh, like a pretty long AJ Styles Bobby Lashley match. Yeah, that was pretty enjoyable. Um, and then we had fucking the Drew uh, KO segment, which I think was the oh, star of the show. Right? Fucking god! So we had dude, KO we formally come out and essentially say, "Oh, I'm gonna be the old version of myself again." Right. Yep. The prize fighter. I'm going to be the prize fighter. Um, and he's going back to like you know his his NXT his version roots. of himself, where he's uh just kind of like a complete um asshole. It's you know it's interesting though because like KO as a prize fighter, you don't look like a prize fighter. You know, oh, it's gosh. an it's an odd it's an it is an odd gimmick for Kevin Owens, who is one of my guys and one of the best. If someone said Kevin Owens is the best wrestler right now, I wouldn't fight them. Okay, so yeah. just keep in mind how high I hold up uh, Kevin Owens. Okay, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like I I know he's amazing, but is Prize Fighter <laughs> is Prize Fighter the? It's is it kind of ironic? Like I mean, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, but he's a Prize Fighter I mean, is like. I guess it kind of worked because, like, some pride fighters, it's not about their look. It's about their skills, right? That's exactly where I was going to go. So, right. yeah. Right? It's kind of like mean, you would call, like, Tyson Fury is like a prize fighter, right? And there is, like no, there is no um, debating that, especially after that Master Drew, because he was doing fucking everything in that ring, and he was doing it to a very, very high level. And, like, that match fucking ruled. I love that whole entire fucking segment. I literally had goosebumps, like... Goes into Drew fucking getting in his face saying, we're two wrestlers in the ring. Let's fucking wrestle. You know, like, it's it was just a work of fucking art, dude. Like, that is one of the best moments in Raw in the last five years easily. And, like, and I'm not just talking about the match. I'm talking about the segment before, how they transitioned into it. Like, KO coming back out. Drew, I mean, the st- shit that KO was saying was just absolutely phenomenal. Drew comes out looking incredible. I, I am so fucking pumped for Clash at the Castle. I cannot believe it. 65,000 people. Like, that yeah. fucking show is going to be insane. You know Any that crowd. Drew wins that match? I don't think so. Yeah, um, yeah, he can't. I, th- I think there is a chance. Yeah, but can't. I don't think we're done with the bloodline. And I think the bloodline, yeah. here's my prediction for the bloodline. The bloodline is only going to get stronger. Okay? So I think... In a, it, here's my prediction. Sami Zayn's going to win that IC title. He's going to win that Fatal okay. Five-Way. He'll win the IC title. He'll get in the good graces of the bloodline. And man, oh man, I, it, I would love if they called up uh, the Usos' brother. Yeah, doing he, NXT, right? Yeah, and he takes the title. Like, Bobby Lashley holds an open challenge, and it's him. 
and all the titles are fucking in the bloodline, dude. What about Jacob I'm, fought too? What's his deal? He's part of the family too, right? I'm not sure. I'm not good with that history and and well, it's hard to follow. Shit. Also, a lot of them are not actually blood related. Um, yeah. this the NOI family, it's like just the Rocks uses. family, NOI family tree, which I've looked at actually. It's um here, uh, Jacob, uh, Jacob fought too. Because he's a guy they should just pick up. Yeah, he's Toxic Attraction on uh, SmackDown tonight. Yeah, Jacob Fatu. Yes, he's part of the Anawai family wrestling dynasty. His father is Sam Fatu, who competed under the ring names, the Tonga Kid, and Tama during his career. They make him a cousin of the Usos and Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, interesting. He's a guy I mean, you should pick up. He seems like he could be pretty fucking cool. Anyway. Uh, oh. Sweet. Real can quick. We, can we, can we take a hot guy, hot guy detour? We can take a hot guy detour. I have something else to say before we get into Kenny Omega, which will close us out. But yeah, let's take a hot guy detour. But, uh... It's a hot guy detour. It's a hot guy detour. Do it up. So the sheets are saying that Kota Ibushi is not re-signing with NJPW. I mean, and, yeah. and I would think that... I would think that Triple H is going to most likely be paying him a visit with a blank check, if I had a guess. Um, I think Kota Ibushi would be the, is going to be the first wrestler where we will actually see a bidding war if he is a free agent between AW and WWE. And I would think that WWE's offer would be significant enough to deter Ibushi to going to be with his golden lover, Kenny Omega. How do you feel about that? Hawkeye detour. I think that, uh, I think if Kota Ibushi comes to the US, I think that he will go to WWE. I agree. Mm. We agree. Oh, maybe. I think that, uh, uh, like, think just like, let's just think about that right now. Did you ever think, like, if Triple H isn't in charge and Vince is there, there's no chance he's going to, you know, he's 100% going to AEW. But now, I think Triple H sees a guy like Kota Ibushi and he's like, we are getting this guy. We are giving him the fucking, the royal treatment. He's getting everything that he needs to be the best wrestler in the world. And I'm telling you, I mean, here's another important thing is that all of a sudden in a, in a short span, the IC title and the U S title are now relevant titles. Again, the mid card is huge. There's going to be focus on those titles. So if Kota Ibushi was to come in and, and go for the IC title, you in the next six months, you'd be probably very excited about that. You know, I think that'd be cool. You just uh, made me Google something. Okay. You go. All right. That was my hot guy detour. I like that for you. I mean, he, he's an extremely hot guy. Uh, side note, um, Liv, I saw Liv Morgan when she was flying to L.A. She posted a thing. It was like, oh, flying to L.A. And she was in coach. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Are they sending their champions flying in coach? I rode first class to and from Nashville. And let me tell you something. That's a delight. Yeah, well, you're not the fucking. Can we take a Batman detour? Can we take a Batman detour? I'll be in. Yeah, real quick. It's a quick one. I don't. 
All right, take the Batman detour. Go do it. Well, you gotta do this. Yeah, fucking. No, up. I know, I know. Shit, I gotta find that. Um. Oh, it's on your phone. It's not on the soundboard. No, oh, you I just play that. Oh, yeah. right. I forgot. I was good. <laughs> I was thinking you're gonna do the Hawkeye detour song and say Batman over, but I forgot we had a Batman detour song. Yeah. Okay, go. So I um I got upgraded to first class for free on the way to Nashville. Okay, Very so nice. far not about Batman. Right. On the way back, I'm in the airport. I hadn't had like drank the whole entire time in Nashville. I started to have a start drinking at the airport, get a nice little buzz on, and I'm like, you know what? Let me see if I can upgrade to first class. Walk up, hi. Are there now? I'm completely buzzed. I'm like, hi, is, is there any first class seats available? <laughs> and she's like, oh, let me check. Yes, there is. It'll be $93. Boom. Put it on my credit card. No problem. Oh. Sit down. It's the first seat, empty seat next to me. Uh, and uh, a girl comes and sits right next to me. And I'm like, oh, she's very attractive. This is awesome. Until she's a little frazzled. Let's skip to the Batman detour part. She's trying to get the internet to work on her laptop. And what movie do I pull up uh, on my phone? The fucking Batman. The Batman. She can't get it to work. I turn to her. I go, do you want to just like take one of my uh, AirPods and, and watch with me? She's like, she's like, I've started that thing six times and I haven't been able to get through it. <laughs> she's like, but if that's what you're watching, then I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> so she watched it with you? Yeah, she put the fucking and we it was like the last hour of the fucking flight. Oh but, my god. Was, I can't believe she said that. <laughs> Started it like six times. I haven't been able to get through it. Sounds like Batman was not in the way. Batman was uh on your side Bat to uh Batman's to on my side. That sounds like yeah. Batman was there to get you uh involved with a lovely woman. Sounded like yeah. she's she was like the tour manager for Calio or something like that. The guy that sings uh that song, hold on. This Baby, song. you light up my world like nobody else. That guy, that guy, not that guy, not that guy. Calio, uh, why won't you? Way down we go. Oh, why won't oh. you let me talk about Kenny Omega? We get you know that song. We get no. Okay. Hold on. So. It wasn't a commercial. Okay, go ahead. All right, Kenny Omega. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, we got to talk about this Kenny Omega thing, but we also can't okay. be dumb marks about it. Okay. It's very clear. And by very clear, I mean kind of clear. Clear. <laughs> kind of clear. Okay. That Kenny is doing a thing right now, right? Where he's like, what if I return, but I look like shit? Now, right or wrong? There's no, guys, Kenny, let's take a step back. I, I don't know. He's There's no, got Kenny Omega, the same shitty pants on, okay? No, so, no, 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 no. He came he's out always wore pants, the shitty pants. The, the pants are the pants. The, the, the pants are bad, but the pants are actually, for the first time ever, irrelevant, Okay. It's because wild. he was wearing a tight black shirt, compression shirt, shirt, yeah, compression shirt, and also had on 
like a shoulder, shoulder brace. brace. And then also had on like he listed up his shirt at one point. He had like white bandages around him, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was messing up moves like left and right, right? Yeah. That was clearly on purpose. Like he bought the one winged angel. He kind of got it. Like, come on, right? He's going for a thing. But here's the thing. So, so I we don't want. I don't know. You tell me, and I'll. Uh, it's fine. But if we shit on his return in the sense of like he didn't look good in the ring, then we're no, being no, I, I'm supposed, not saying that he's supposed to be like rusty, right? That's no, kind no, of no, no, cool no. and fun. Yeah, right. I'm not saying that at all, and I can actually argue that I he looked great in doing that right. one, and could argue too. And this is what I was saying to um, Joe, the Jawbreaker on the Discord, is like he was saying like, oh well, I kind of like even though I don't want i don't think this is a good spot for kenny to return in i'd rather have him return at the top you know or waited for all out or something and if his health is in question that he by fighting in the in the trios that he's actually this is giving him more time to heal and i can argue that no way i think he was taking more high risk more crazier spots because he's in this type of match yeah. that he's He's healthy, and he's not. No, he's like, totally. You know, he wouldn't be wrestling if he's not healthy. He's healthy. That's what I'm saying. You don't. You don't come back early from a nine months like leave, right? It's just like, what's the point? Storyline wise, it makes sense. Like that's what you're saying. So like, if the story is is that he's like not at his best right now, and he's shaving the rust, and he's fighting, he's not 100 percent healthy. Storyline, it makes sense to have him in here because. That's what you would think. But like in reality, it doesn't, you know, so like obviously they're going to the finals. Right. And they're most likely going to win or. Who knows, you know, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. So, I mean, but that all being said, Kenny coming back in the trios tournament, who could possibly who could possibly like that? Even if they're doing a whole rusty do. thing. I don't know. And and this because tri- who these trios titles thing is like, does anybody want that? It's, it's just more sh- Yeah, like, did anyone want to tell us? So I'm saying, Kenny, it's like, cool, let's see where this goes. But I'm going to say this. Here's what I'll say. The idea of him coming back rusty is cool. I like that idea. But I'm, I'll am i go on record here and say that from just watching this, the execution of this is going to be so whack. Uh-huh. And not, it's going to be so whack. And it's going to be so, so That's what I'm saying. Because it's like... Come back in a big capacity thing and have Don Callis be like, you know, hey, you don't seem ready. And he's like, of course I'm ready. I want you there. How much longer are I going to stay out? And then he yeah. goes, he's getting his ass kicked by punk and shit. And like, like that would be cool. But he's already involved in like these trios, the trios tournament, which is like something no one cares about. I'm sorry. Like it's more titles. It's it's every single wrestler's got a title in AEW. I mean, it's crazy. It's <laughs> fucking nuts. That's what I'm saying. And I like, cannot believe that what they've done over there. Like, how is the WB Championship, the Roman's title, somehow means like way more than any titles in and in, in, in a weird AW. way, like the ranking systems are starting to backfire on AEW in a way that like there's nothing creative happening for people to get title opportunities, right? Like we're not getting a fatal four way to determine a number one contender. It's just like rely back to the rankings. Oh, who's in this top five? Okay. Oh, private parties, the number five. Let's give them, let's get them in there. Like, no, like organically, 
create storylines. Yeah. Tony Storm versus versus Thunder Rosa is only happening because she's the number one contender. Like you, you yeah, sure you could say that they were tag teams and this is how the, and then Tony kept winning individually, but like that's not compelling. There, there's gotta be more. Like you you have got to tell more stories than the next people up in line. Like uh it, it to me it's just not making any sense whatsoever. Like it's time they need to really get the shit together. Like because it's just not it's just not working on the on the television screen. It's not it's not doing enough to make me want to tune in like at all. Like I nothing that's happening on Rampage tonight makes me go like, oh, wow, I, I need to see this. You know, like I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. But like I'm not thinking about it. I could tell you the complete opposite. I am so excited to fucking hit stop recording on this fucking podcast so I can watch Smackdown. Like yeah, I, mean, I cannot look, wait. Look, look, look. Yeah, and like whatever. Again, we can go back to the thing. I I know what you mean. Like right now, it's always gonna be like, hey, we're excited about this one. We're less excited about that one. But right now, WWE is more exciting than AEW, and that's just what it is, right? And, and, but that's not the thing. It's just like there. It's it's it's. There's things where you're like, man, I I hope we it's Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega. Does, I hope like Kenny Omega was like, there. They have Kenny and CM Punk coming back. Why is this not like? flawless you know that's what i'm saying it's like that's hard to, it's like hard to fuck up you know that's what i'm saying like yeah. you we never would have thought this and it's like they're fumbling the bag so hard they don't even know what the fucking Rusty's, do they got rusty kenny is awesome idea that's really cool and i like yeah. that that's kind of like what you expect from kenny he's always kind of like trying to push the envelope you know and like be a little bit ahead of wrestling but there's still no reason that he didn't, he's not coming out as a heavyweight, you know? It's not saying he... Oh, God, it choked him a bit. He's Kenny fucking Omega, you know? Like, he should still be, like, coming out and getting on the, the mic. He is the number one guy there. He is the number one fucking just guy wasn't, there. It just wasn't, it the, wasn't, excite, it wasn't an exciting return, you know? It's, it's great because he's back, you know? Like, I'm so excited that Kenny's back. But, like, it... The re, uh, that's it. Like, it, I'm not excited to where he's back and being involved in. Like, I think Kenny Omega coming back and fucking like at the end of that. To, th why not wait till next week if, if this match was going to happen and have yeah. him come back and fucking attack the winner or or whoever, you know, and then you have an all out match with Kenny. Like, that's the instant, instant, perfect use of Kenny Omega. Like. If he's not healthy and not ready to go, then he shouldn't be in this trio's fucking thing either. Yeah, you know? it seems to me it's not really much to say. It just was like it was like, oh, he's cool, he's doing a thing, but I don't. The trios match is the, the trios title. I, I just don't care about that at all. Well, Kenny being back is better than no Kenny at all. That's well, you that's don't need where a trios we can leave it. Title at. when you can have Freebird. Like, what what's the point? Am I wrong? I mean, I I don't know. It's just gonna take away shine from the tag team division. Like, think about it. You now have like the, have the eight, you have the women's champion and the men's championship. Then you have the TBS and the TNT titles. You have the Atlantic Championship or whatever. Mid Atlantic, right? yeah. Yeah. Then you have the ROH Championship, which you could have just made just like an IC title, which been pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? Um, then you have the tag champions. The is there a women's tag champs or no? No. Nah. No, there's no women tag champs. Then you have trios. What else we got? Pretty much it. FTW mm. title. Uh, you know, it's uh it's it's sloppy. It's it's the show is very sloppy. It's getting away from Tony Khan. It's very odd. It has all the tools, it has all the wrestlers. There's just 
the, the effort is not there. Yeah, like, and there'll be it. a bunch of good shit. It'll all recover. Oh, yeah, and, and I'm going to keep watching, and, I, I, and I'm going to love them. I mean, there was a lot of good shit that happened on Dynamite. Awesome, you know? Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Um, uh, 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 let's get let's get out of here. We'll figure out. We'll, we we still gotta figure out our exact like shit, but like just expect the episode when we post it. Well, it pops up in your feed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, well, what I'll do too is that when we know when we're gonna be recording, I'll uh, I'll uh, throw some love into the Discord to make sure that you guys know when to expect the episodes coming out. Yeah, yeah, we'll coordinate it. All right, everybody. Good shit, everybody. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up. Yeah. Keep my ass. Keep my ass. Keep my ass.